This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Well, I think Randy Scott would beat me in a celebrity death match if it ever came to it. He beat the Heat with the Nuggets in the NBA Finals, and now he has joined the Miami Heat. We will get to him next, as this is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Randy Scott. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And, Randy, we go out to the hotline where I think the victory parade continues for a 2023 NBA champion, Thomas Bryant, joining us on ESPN Radio. Thomas, i got to start with this. You know, I'm a Denver native. I have to say thanks. I got to share the championship with my 10-month-old son. We watched together as the clock ticked down in our basement. I'll never forget it. You got to go through this whole experience. Explain. Tell the story. What's the coolest interaction through the parade process and the few days after that you had with a fan in Denver since winning it all? I think the most exciting thing was just how excited they were for winning because it felt like they were just a part of us. You know, everybody on the team was happy or winning, but literally everyone in the city was so happy. Hey, Thomas, you, you think about the way your journey has been from leaving Washington in June of 2022 and a year later you're on Two teams removed, and one of them is a national champion, or rather an NBA champion. What went so well in Denver that maybe was missing in Washington and, and certainly missing in Los Angeles? You know, I think I, I don't think there was too many things that were missing. I think it was just moving parts that just went about, you know, that just took the course of time. But I would say with that Denver team, everyone from top down were at, was absolutely locked in to what we wanted to do, how we wanted to accomplish things, what was the game plan. Like everyone knew from what we were from like from the start of the playoffs, we knew what exactly what was going to happen, how we wanted to guard, how we wanted to play this, how we wanted to do everything. Everyone was just on a straight line. Just everyone, just everyone was just locked in. Thomas, you're going to be living in, let's see, one, two, three, four different cities within the span of a year. Like, who handles all that moving? Oh, man. (laughs) The agency and also also my girlfriend who helps me as well, just helping me get stuff back and forth. I know it's a lot of traveling, moving back and forth, but, you know, it's something that we signed up for. We're happy to be a part of it. Uh, Thomas, so it's it's sort of a... Yeah, have you ever heard the saying like, okay, if you can't beat them, join them? And from my <laughs> from Miami standpoint, they're like, all right, if we couldn't beat him, we're going to get him to join us. So, what was it about Miami that you saw? Because you saw five games of them, right, in the NBA Finals. What did you see that made you think, all right, yeah, I can rock with this? Oh, the way they play, you know, their style of play, getting up and down on the floor, and uh, I feel like, you know, just me taking my taking pride of you know being the best conditioned big man out there on the floor whenever I play is. I think it goes hand in hand with how they want their, you know, athletes that play for their teams uh, to be in, you know, absolute great shape, great team chemistry, a great team player, and just locked in into the work, work in day in and day out. So I think that really fits into my to my uh, to my goals and what I want to accomplish, and I just feel like it's it's a good fit. 2023 NBA champ Thomas Bryant is our guest. He's now a center for the Miami Heat. You can follow him on Twitter at NoLimitTB31. That's NoLimitTB31 on Twitter. You can make the case. I think he's listening right now. I think he wants to be there. Uh, Is there anything you personally can do to get Dame Lillard to come to Miami? (laughs) Uh, All I can do is just give him the praise and 
and just continue to hope that he wants to come here and get him there. <laughs> All right, so the conversation, I don't know if you did, I don't know if it was part of the recruiting process there, uh, to Miami, it doesn't sound like they had to press all that hard because, again, you got to see the see the process, see what they're about. Did you get to talk to Pat Riley? And if so, what was his pitch to you? Yes, I did. I talked to Pat Riley briefly, and you know he was just congratulating me on signing with the Heat and how happy he was to have me a part of the team. You know, he feels like I could be a big help for him throughout the year and into the playoffs as well. You know, and uh. He feels like I value the same values that he has for his team and his organization. I feel like I do too. I just felt like, you know, as a, you know, also talking to such a legend like that, you try to be a sponge or whatever he says. But you know, it's also a great thing to have some praise from a, you know, a, you know one of those, you know, one of the goats of the of, the, of, of basketball. Yeah, Thomas, what does heat culture mean to you? You know, heat culture means a lot to me. Of just like. How you conduct yourself day in and day out, the the amount of how you carry yourself as well on and off the court. You know, being in such a big city like Miami, you want to conduct yourself the right way in the correct way at all times. And I pride myself on that. And I feel like that he do as well. Uh, another thing is, you know, being in the top shape of your life every time that you step out there on the floor and giving it your all. You know, finding that chemistry with your team and you know figuring it figuring it out. You know, I really do take pride in a lot of things that they do and also impressive enough of, you know, how they finished their last season, you know, from being an AFC, getting all the way to the finals, the resiliency that that team had right there is just amazing. How much fun is it going to be to play with Dame Lillard? Oh man, if that happens, that's going to be, it's going to be awesome to play with him, you know, just be a part of just play alongside of another uh, once in a lifetime talent of Damian Lillard. Thomas Bryant, Miami Heat Center, is our guest. You can follow him on Twitter at NoLimitTB31. I'm sure all your friends want to know the answer to this, so we'll ask you to. What was it like to be LeBron's teammate? Do you have a LeBron story you can share? Uh, I don't have too many stories that I'm going to let I'm going to let out, but it was it was really it was really fascinating, a blessing and. You know, an honor to play with such a great talent like him. You know, from for me, it was just like watching him since I was younger. You know, I grew up in the, the day and age of LeBron, Kobe, and you know, I've always dreamt about playing against those guys and to be on the same team as LeBron James, or the you know, who I consider is one of the goats of all time. Mm-hmm. To be able to share the same floor with him and learn from him and you know, grab some wins with him and you know, do all those things with those guys, especially Anthony Davis as well. And Pat Beverly and, and uh, Dennis Schroeder, too, all those vets and guys that were there on that team, especially Russ, that helped me throughout the whole time of just of just basketball, you know, and just learning how to conduct yourself, being a professional at all times, learning what those guys do day in and day out, just to see how they conduct themselves and become such great players. You know, it was just a great time. It's funny, man. So I'm I'm from full disclosure. I'm from the D.C. area. I'm from Northern Virginia, there, Fairfax County. What up? But I'm 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 looking at your basketball journey, Thomas, and I'm like, man, have you made the right decisions to surround yourself with the right people? You know, you go from you go from Washington, and I'll say it. You know, lay lay Wiz a Rob, right? I mean, nobody nobody uh, nobody loses to the Wiz. Uh, there in D.C. And you go out to L.A., you're around LeBron. You go from there, you're around Nikola Jokic, Michael Malone, Jamal Murray, basketball minds. Like, if you're open to learning, you were in the right places. I'm wondering, you know, your understanding of what your role could be in Miami 
to continue to not only learn but put it all together and then show what Thomas Bryant can do. Absolutely. And I feel like I feel like being with the Heat coach, I think I'll be able to do that as well. You know, learning so much from playing with with you know top star studied guys, and finally putting it all together to where it just flourishes out there on the court. I feel very confident about it, especially going into this year. Thomas, appreciate the time very much. Thanks for having some fun with us. Uh, thank you again for your efforts in helping my Nuggets win the championship, and best of luck next year in Miami, except for when you're playing the Nuggets. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's Thomas Bryant, center for the Miami Heat. How about that? The Nuggets beat the Heat in the finals. The Heat go out a few days later, and they sign one of the members of the Nuggets to come and play for them. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance, Insurance Motorcycles, Boats, RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save by going to 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or going to Progressive.com. This about winning championships or giving myself the best opportunity to win the championship. I'm looking at the Philadelphia 76ers if I'm James Harden. Now, James Harden has spoken to Daryl Morey since the first trade request. And, you know, he's spoken again and he still reiterated he wants to be traded. Want him to come back, obviously, so we can go out and accomplish what we want, which is to win a championship. So hopefully that his mindset can be changed. Well, guess what? James Harden is not a free agent, but James Harden still wants to dictate where he's going to play next year. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Randy Scott. So let's start this conversation with that fact, Randy. I mean, he had the opportunity to become a free agent and go and sign wherever he wanted to. And yet he still, after opting into his contract, wants to dictate that. I mean, what does this say about James Harden that, according to a report from The Athletic, he is determined to start next season as a Los Angeles Clipper? I, it says to me something was lost in translation. A handshake deal was broken. Uh, a promise was not kept. Because James Harden and Dale Morey, you will not find a bigger fan uh, truly, at the NBA front office level of a player than Daryl Morey of James Harden. I mean, he has been his biggest front office advocate. He has been one of his most lucrative contract offerers uh, in Harden's career. Harden had an understanding that something was going to happen, and now it is not happening. And that, to me, is what has led. And I'm not saying Harden was correct in his assumption of whatever he thought the deal was. But to me, there, there's there been some failure of trust or some break in the relationship to yeah. motivate James Harden to not only say, all right, hey, Daryl, appreciate everything you've done for me. You're staying in Philly. I got to go somewhere else. It is so uh, aggressive with the messaging now that has gotten out about Harden. It's the Clippers or bust. But <laughs> Aaron, I, I'm looking at, at, the, at the contracts here for the Clippers. I don't know how they make the money work Part, at right. all. Well, that's one big challenge. Also, like someone needs to tell James Harden, Dame Lillard might have the ability to dictate where he goes because he's had a long-standing relationship with the Blazers. I think they want to do right by him. Philly is under no <laughs> they're under no reason to just placate James Harden and do whatever he wants. You know, there there's no there's no reason for them to do that. This is the third team in 3 years that James Harden has quit on basically. The other piece that I think is important to mention, Randy, you know, he would have become a free agent and had the opportunity to sign somewhere if someone was willing to offer him what he wanted, but they weren't, right? 
So that's why he's upset. Like, that's not the Sixers' fault. That's just what the market bears for an aging guy who doesn't keep himself in the best of shape and has never showed up for the biggest games. 33 years old with a fear of Game 7. Those are the numbers that you need to know. Now, I did watch... I've watched more of that Celtic Sixer series than I think any one series in the last maybe 10 and well, five NBA seasons. And it was remarkable his ability to get to his spots, to get his shot, and to be clutch. I mean, remember, he won two games single handedly. His jump shots, his threes, won yep. two games in that series for the game Sixers. Game one and game five were the James Harden games. But game seven was also a James Harden game, to your point about how he shrinks in the game's biggest moments. So you're right. If you quit on one team, fine, that's a bad set of circumstances. Something happened, that's fine. Quit on two, you start to wonder if there's a pattern. If he does it again to yeah. be at the age of 33, looking for his last bite at the apple, his last, you know, significant contract, which through you know no fault of his own is coming under the auspiciously poor timing of a hard NBA cap 136 million dollars where right now the clippers are 63 million dollars over the cap and that's what the contracts currently in place so it would have to be a trade but you're talking about two guys at 45 million dollars each Kawhi Leonard and Paul George which Steve Ballmer, now he'll go to the second tax, exa- or yeah, the second uh, luxury tax penalty. But second apron. Yeah. He's got a new arena to open, so he needs star power. I don't know that he needs James Harden as much as he needs Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, I, I think, you know, th- that's a big three that just feels like a combination of injuries and not showing up, and that's bound to. You throw Westbrook into that mix too, yeah. Boy, if I'm, a, I know there aren't that many Clipper fans. I'm not sure I really want James Harden to be on my team. You know, given mm-hmm. those circumstances and given those teammates, I, I have a hard time believing that that group is suddenly going to put it all together. Uh, the other thing here that I think is a major factor is Daryl Morey is proven. Like, he's not going to be pushed into doing this. Um, Correct. The Ben Simmons situation showed us that he will wait and wait and wait, and if he has to bring James Harden to training camp or find James Harden for not showing up or make James Harden be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. that he's willing to do that. What's funny is Harden also is the same. You know, he, he's been willing to gain 30 pounds and go out <laughs> instead of showing up for training camp. And, you know, so so wh- who is going to win the staring contest between the former best friends is a fascinating subplot here as we try to sort out how this is going to end up in the long run. Yeah, it's who who holds the stick in this case, truly. And it's Daryl Morey because you have the, the, the asset here. You have the player. And that's... That's where the relationship is now. For for this to, to have gone as sour, as publicly, as quickly, as aggressively, Daryl Morey is no longer under the you know previously like head scratching uh, loyalty to James Harden. So he's going to do what's best for the Sixers clearly. And every time, like with every, I don't want to say outburst because that puts it in a sort of pejorative uh, mindset, but for every a public expression of frustration from James Harden, it lowers his own trade value. Yeah. So, I th- I mean, just looking at what could make the most sense from the Clippers to free up salary. I mean, it's Norman yeah. Powell, it's Marcus Morris Sr., and Nicholas Batum, and then probably some draft capital. And that would even require some real cap wizardry well, well, to get on. this to what, work. What draft capital do they even... They traded every draft pick they had to get Paul George. So you're talking about draft picks in 2030? 
like seven I, years from now. That's yeah. that's what that that's what this is going to take. Look, the the other weird thing to me here, I, I can't look. I know everybody likes the L.A. lifestyle. Philly's a nice place to live too. If James Harden really wants still to win in his career, like I could make the argument, Randy, they were this close. You know, they they yes. beat Boston. I think they probably, I you know, not to put down our guest Thomas Bryan, who now plays for the Heat. I think they probably beat the Heat, mm-hmm. and then they might have had a better chance than Miami of beating Denver. I think they would have because Embiid played so well against Jokic yeah. during the course of the regular season. So there's a an argument I could craft. Why not just go back to Philadelphia for another year, and then if you play well. There are plenty more teams with cap space that are going to sign you to your next contract next offseason. Why force a trade again and force it to the Clippers? This is now what James Harden, more so than step-back threes and a beard, (laughs) this is now what James Harden's known for. He's the demand-to-trade guy. James, rent, but don't buy Harden. Yeah, I mean, he... uh... At 34 is less marketable on the open market. He's trying to get to the free agent contract now because he wants the security now, wants the long-term deal now to go through another prove-it season. He looked at this last season without telling anybody else, certainly in the Sixers front office, this last season was a front office, or rather was a prove-it season, and he doesn't want to do that again because what does it require, Aaron? It requires training, staying in shape, giving a you-know-what, and, 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 and performing better in the postseason, better than he's proven capable of doing through his career. You know, it's funny. Thomas Bryant couldn't recruit Dame Lillard, you know, because Dame Lillard already wants to go to Miami, and it's not like he's a free agent or whatever. Right. But, but what's, what's great is, you know, that, that he can talk about it, even though he plays on a different team. The Dame thing is one of these topics, Randy, that I think America is just getting sick of. LeBron versus Jordan, I mean, I don't even know you could do it. On the 4th of July, I don't know that you can get away with it. If I have to do one more Aaron Rodgers segment, I am going to take my headset, throw it out the window. Up next, we will debate which sports topics you are tired of talking about. And we will get to your calls on this issue at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Canty and Carlin, I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Randy Scott. We're on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We will get to your calls after Randy has this word from our friends at Indeed. That is right, Aaron. If you're finding yourself uh, needing to find your next great hire, then you need Indeed. Their hiring solution makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Just sponsor a post and get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. You can conveniently schedule and conduct virtual video interviews right from the Indeed hiring dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits when you conduct virtual interviews. Terms and conditions apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not 
not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. I think what I've learned more than anything is patience is critical. So I think that's how my approach has been with this and will be with this is we're going to be patient. We're going to do what's best for our team. We're going to see, you know, how this lands. And if it takes months, it takes months. There's not a deadline in place now, really, until training camp opens in late September. And now it's going to be a process over perhaps this month, maybe into September, for Portland to try to extract as much as they can from Miami. I have no idea why we're playing this as a bump back song, but we are on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. DJ Randy Scott is with me. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. <laughs> the CC call-in line is open. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Randy, I guess I'll set it up this way. This generally, you know, somebody who hosts 7 a.m. Sports Center is known as the slowest sports day of the year. Am I right yes. in saying that? it is? So we're after the baseball all-star game. Baseball hadn't started back up yet. Yep. We yeah. are through most of you know the NBA free agency stuff. There's no football training camp yet to talk about. So this is like an interesting day to be on doing sports talk because it's not like we're getting you ready for game four of the NBA Finals. So it's a day where <laughs> typically you might be like, I don't know, digging into your bag of tricks a little bit as a host to try to come up with something that's going to drive good conversation for four hours. Yeah. I, I, was, I mean, this morning we led uh, – we luckily had – some summer league games, we had some WNBA games, but you're right. Like today, with the Major League Baseball uh, schedule, you know, on the All Star break, coming off the ESPYS, like it, it, it becomes a little bit more of you know features and segments and things like that. So the conversation uh-huh. topics are Saquon Barkley and and holdouts and you know things like that. Well, listen, th- this is also a day where you know. Should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? Triple Eight, say ESPN. Jordan or LeBron? Who's better? 888-729-3776. Randy, some of these, as someone who does this for a living, I'm sorry, I've just talked all I can about Jordan or LeBron, who's better. I just Everything yeah. that there is to be said about that has already been said. So here's, here's the question. What other topics are you just sick of? That you could hear okay. no more about 
from two hosts like us, two jawboners. <laughs> like, they, they, you literally want to delete from your lexicon as a sports fan. All right. So I know why we bumped in with the song we bumped in with, right? It's a song everybody's tired of, right? That's the theme. Who Let the Dogs Out is a one-hit wonder. Everybody's tired of it. So we're getting to topics that everybody's tired of. For me, I have t- I, I, I have a couple. One of them is the uh, how do we fix baseball crowd. Um, I think some benefit has come from the conversation, seeming a, a decade-long conversation, but there's a certain stretch of the year where yep. it's how do we fix baseball. Yep. And when I say there have been some benefits, I, I you know one of them I think is the pitch clock. It was shortened games, and I don't know that that conversation uh, was, was fruitless if it led to this, but the idea of... Oh, we got a you know seven innings for a doubleheader and da, da, da. like it was too much. It was rock and jock. It was five point three pointers. Like it was that was way too much. Now in a more practical one that actually just wrapped. Although the part of the country where I live, this conversation still comes up. Yeah, Brady or Belichick? Who's more responsible oh, for the Patriots yeah. dynasty? Yeah. That conversation is a yeah, fruitless I tree. I don't want to do that. I no. don't, let's not go there. So those I'll, are mine. I'll, I'll give you one, Randy. If anybody wants me to name the Mount Rushmore of anything, oh. I swear I'm going to go to Mount Rushmore and I'm not going to take any broadcast equipment with me. I'm just done with Mount Rushmore <laughs> radio. And then also naming radio is the worst radio you can possibly do. Thomas Bryant of the Miami Heat needs a nickname. What should it be? Triple H say ESPN. Randy, please explain any cool nickname or happens organically. You can't force stuff like this. See, and as someone who's been racking my brain trying to come up with one for Victor Wembenyama, I, I, I need to maybe just let it. You know, just let it happen. Although let it happen. I think yeah. I think every time he has a block calling it a Paswat because it's a VW, I think that's pretty good. Like a VW <laughs> Passat. That, hey, hey, now I'm getting like spit takes in the... Uh, you were born to host SportsCenter. <laughs> so give me a, uh, let's say he blocks, uh, you know, uh, uh, give me a player. Let's say he blocks... Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant. Yep. Thomas. How do you na- narrate that highlight? Bryant me? Bryant challenging Victor Wembanyama, but you know VW is known for the Paswat, and that no. thing goes to the third row, <laughs> four-wheel drive. That thing has all-wheel drive yes. for the third row. You plug that See, into the that on-screen just, that now. that just organically happened. No caller came up organic. with that. <laughs> I don't know if it's organic, but you can like extrapolate it out to different car things. But but you're right. They they need to be organic. Like when I saw Nikola Jokic when he started making Sports Center on a regular basis, yeah, he hadn't gone through his like I don't know. Uh, she's all that phase, right? The yeah. Gordon Hayward, she's all yep. that, where he comes into yep. league as a nerd and then goes on. So he uh-huh. was still kind of big. So I called him the Dad Bod God. Yeah. I and and that that has alliteration. It has some consonants. Like it's good. All, all that stuff. Well, it, but he's gone and svelte it out. And now he's muscular. And he doesn't have a dad bod. See, but you can take the VW thing and apply it to different. Like, if he's being a pest on defense, you yeah. could call him the VW bug. Yes, yes. If he's if he, if he uh, uh, runs fast on, on a fast break, he's at VW Jetta, right? Like, he's a jet. Like, that, we can figure it out. Jet. Uh, we can figure uh, it out. They, I, we'll, we'll have to workshop it a little triple eight, bit. 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. <laughs> Ramon in New York's on ESPN Radio. What's up, Ramon? I hate it. Ramon? fascinating oh ramon come on you were so strong with the take on you know what i'm sick of callers who aren't ready uh (laughs) scott in baltimore is on espn radio hi scotty hey scott hey hey guys how are you good 
No, wait, ho- ho- hold on. Just to clarify, I'm Aaron. He's Randy you Scott, but right. your name is Scott. At a boy, Scott. You got- there you go. Hello. All right. How about how about this for my comment? You're both now. You're both categorical assholes. Whoa! Heyo! Whoo! That was quick. Do you we think, got it? We got think, it. Do you think that was a prank call, or do you think that we just made him mad? Did he have a? I forget. Did he have a, a take? Like, what was his topic? His topic was he was tired of sports talk. Talking about these rich forty million dollar a year yeah. athletes, oh, spoiled he's one of those guys, yeah, sports oh, spoiled oh, athletes. Okay. And no, yeah. I, I don't. I think he was planning on doing that the whole time because I was wondering if he just thought that we were razzing him, that he was, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't, did we razz? I don't know that we razzed him. I, I think but more I, so, more so than funny. Like, here's the thing. Yeah, I appreciate a good prank call. Okay, if you don't violate the FCC rules. <laughs> Triple H say ESPN. No one's going to laugh harder than us. Yeah, fair. I, I also, it's a curse of two first names, you know? Yeah. First name Randy, last name Scott. They're both first names. I've been dealing yeah. with my whole life. I get yeah. it. Yeah. We're laughing it off. We don't need to use the hurt words. I've done that before, too, where someone's introducing me to somebody, and I'll be like, they'll say, hey, this is George. And then I'll say, hey, I'm George. Like, it's, that's happened to me. It's happened <laughs> to the best <laughs> of us. Totally, but I just, I wasn't a jerk. I just clarified the situation. Right. And it, if I came off as like you know what I was called, then I apologize. But if no. he was, but his last name Scott, it works. Like my, exactly, it, it works. Yeah, that's all it was. But it, but listen, if you're of the mindset, if you're a fan, and I get it, you know the income disparity is what it is for all of us. But yeah. if you're a fan and you're like tired of forty million dollar a year athletes, blah blah, like we have to talk about the stars. Like we do, we have to talk about the stars and the stars that get paid with the market bears and yeah. that's we don't set the salaries. You know what you know why they the make salaries? they make so much money, Randy, because they're worth it. And you know who makes more money? The owners and nobody ever really talks about that. Triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. All right, the topic you are tired of talking about. Is it Aaron Rodgers? Is it Dame Lillard now? Is it LeBron v. Jordan? We will get to you on the phones next, whether you're prank calling us or real calling us. 888-729-3776. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Randy Scott. We are presented by Progressive on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Bros in the Hall of Fame, Mount Rushmore's, Jordan, LeBron, all the sports topics we wish we would never have to talk about again. That's what we're talking about in this segment. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80, I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Randy Scott, Triple H say ESPN, the number if you want to jump in, 888-729-3776. Randy, this arguably the deadest sports day of the year. You know, games, we got we had some Wimbledon action this morning. 
Uh, you did the 7 a.m. Sports Center. You led with SBs last night. There's no baseball yet. That comes back tomorrow. Traditionally speaking, this is the slowest sports day of the entire year, and normally is the time that you go to the Mount Rushmore of all time greatest cornerbacks in <laughs> NFL history. <laughs> yeah, it's on the cornerback beef lately uh, between Asante Samuel and and uh, Darrell Revis. Like that was. That's yeah. been good content. You know, we are we're out here looking for it. That's why the SBs is where it is. That's also why Thousand you know percent. the American Century Championship out of Lake Tahoe gets such good numbers. You, know, you got to be strategic with some of this stuff. If you want a story to pop, today is the day to mm-hmm. drop it. Chris in West Virginia is on ESPN Radio. Topics you're sick of. What's up, Chris? I'm sick and tired of hearing conversations or discussions between the physicality and athleticism in the NBA between the 2000s versus the 90s and 80s era. Oh, it's, yes. That's a good one. Like, like, could the could the 2017 Warriors beat the 96 Bulls in a... Look, you play in the era that you're in. It is a faster game. I mean, Randy, you can't deny the athletes are better now than they were. Yeah, training's but, but better, I, nutrition's better, all of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say that the 84 Celtics weren't a great team, though. I mean, come on. Well, okay, all right, man. I So I worked in, in Boston before uh, before getting my job at ESPN, and there are there is a Celtics hive out there that thinks the 86 Celtics would wash the 96 Bulls, mm. the 2017 Warriors, like that, that the 86 Celtics are the number one with a bullet NBA team ever, ever. Yeah. And they were great. They were great. But like I've had those debates. Who guards Jordan? Who guards Pippen? All of it. So yeah. I've lived in places where that, that debate is alive and well. All right. Now we're getting sucked into actually talking about no, no. the topic that everybody says they're sick of talking about. Triple H, say ESPN. Let's go to Hawaii and talk to Pedro. What is, what is on the docket today when you live in Hawaii, Pedro? Oh, man, out here is just like football all day, every day. Attaboy. But, um, you know, the thing that's been kind of – and by the way, I'm going to keep it G for you guys. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. thanks, um, pre- Appreciate you not getting us in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know it's expensive. But anyway, um, the thing is, like, with the Damian Lillard, I know you guys got to talk about all the big dogs, you know. But, you know, not that the Nuggets have won their championship. I'm like, give me more, uh, you know uh, – Nikola Jokic riding his horses, fighting with his brothers. Like, what's going on over there? How's he celebrating? I he know didn't demand a trade, Pedro. <laughs> like, that's the difference, right, Randy? Like, there's with Dave. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's newsy, but it. The tr- trouble with this story is Joe Cronin said it's going to take months and months for him to get traded. Okay, well, I'm going to take that to mean nothing's happening with this right now. Right. That's what makes people sick of it. And if the trade requests were to happen in, you know, October when we got college football and NFL, you know, these trade requests happen at a time in the NBA and sports calendar where right. we're thirsting for content. We right. are. Well, I don't I don't think we thirst for content, though, on this show. I kind of like the days where there's less going on and it gives us more freedom to be able to do what we really want to do. We're not bound and shackled by anything. I like to fly free. Triple H, say ESPN. <laughs> David in Missouri is on ESPN Radio. Hi, David. Hello. Hello. I was just wanting to say there isn't no debate when it comes to Michael Jordan and LeBron. I mean, look at the defensive titles year after year, scoring titles. Yep. Dave, 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 David, David. David, I no, love it. I love no, it. no, 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 no. 
don't fall down the rabbit hole of talking about the topics we don't want to talk about. <laughs> All right, fine. Jordan or LeBron, who's better? If you guys want it, take it. Like, you know, whatever. LeBron should have won a defensive player of the year, and his compiled numbers because he didn't stop and play baseball are vastly superior to Jordan's. Boom. If you're counting rings, obviously everybody's going to say Michael's better. But you have to do more than just count rings. There, I talked about Jordan LeBron for you. Done. Triple H, say ESPN. Robert's in Ohio is on ESPN Radio. What's up, Robert? Hey, well, I called in to talk about the very topic you guys are trying to avoid. No, Robert, <laughs> no. uh, what is wrong with this? We can't I would, not I just do it. I just okay, go, go ahead. I guess it's happening. About, yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Everybody's forgetting about the fact that Larry Bird dominated Jordan. He did. He kept Jordan out from everything until Bird retired. Well, hold, hold, oh, okay, bro, bro, so the bro, Celtics Robert, were in the way. I Okay, okay. He, but hold, hold on. He, Michael had 63 in the garden. Like, yeah, Larry Larry Bird called Michael the basketball Jesus. I don't know that that necessarily holds any water. I I can't yeah. believe we're doing. Now we've gone down the rabbit hole of it sucked us in. Randy has his top five QB wide receiver duos next on Canty and Carlin. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from three to seven Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.